You know what we talk about on today's episode? We talk about the most requested topic that I get, and apparently my obsession with this new honey cinnamon oat milk ice latte that I got this morning that I had to go get a second one of. Can you hear it? It's so yummy. I talk about my love for coffee, but I talk about containers. The secret to success for entrepreneurs, for humans, for everything. Like, probably... It's like the holy grail of success, and I never hear anybody talk about it, and it's changed my life, everyone in my students' life, everyone in my consulting clients' life, and everybody I've ever talked to about it their life, and they've shared with me theirs, is containers. So I get into it, and it's not going to be the only time I get into it, but it's time for you to go listen to my obsession with coffee and containers. So now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Mind of George Show. Today is a Winning Wednesday episode where we talk through actionable strategies, tactics, secrets, and golden nuggets that can be implemented, utilized, and benefited from immediately. This episode is all about action and putting what you learn into practice, which is the only true way to achieve your personal and professional goals. We've covered everything from the five non-negotiable books for business leaders, which was episode 56, to Project Manage Mastery, which was episode 44, to the two most important documents in your entire business, which were episodes 62 and 83. You can find those and all the other episodes of the show at mindofgeorge.com. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. You know what time it is? It's time to have a conversation about containers. Oh, and if you're watching the video, I just realized my laptop is in the thing. Today is one of those three coffee days. And I mean that in a good way. It's just been one of those three coffee days. And this topic about containers and energy and everything else is going to be a pretty powerful one. This is the most requested topic. I talk about this in my mastermind, in my men's work, with my private consulting clients, with my private students, with my team, single-handedly more than any other thing that I talk about. And this topic of containers has single-handedly moved the needle for me in my life and business more than anything else in the world. But back to coffee. Today's like three coffee day. And I don't know why. I feel like telling you this, but I'm drinking this amazing latte right now. It is a iced honey cinnamon latte with oat milk. And I know it sounds really foo-foo, but it's absolutely delicious. So I had them at extra ice, so I'm not having as much of it. But it is the three coffee days. It's my second one of these days, and I had an Americano. And in full disclosure, caffeine doesn't do anything to me. I just love the flavor of coffee. Some people love water. I can't drink plain water. I always have to add something to my water, like a flavor or drink hint water. And I do have an amazing product that I add to my water now that I'll talk about in another episode because I have it twice a day and it's full of electrolytes and apple cider vinegar and lemon and it's called Your Routine, but I'm not going to give you the coupon code till another podcast and it's not sponsored. It's actually just a product I love and use. Okay, fine. Yourroutine.com, code Lighthouse. It's called morning routine. It will change your life. You're welcome. And Jake, if you're listening, you're welcome. I you, I don't have podcast sponsorships, but that's the code for our mastermind members. You guys have it too. Okay, you're welcome. This coffee is so delicious. <laughs> I can't stop drinking it. But people drink water. And I know people that love water. I know people that love like certain drinks. Like I love, like I mean, I am in love with the flavor of coffee. And 99% of my life... I've drank black coffee, like an Americano, an espresso, like even a black drip coffee. 
nothing in it is my favorite thing. The smell, the flavor, the everything. But I went, I went a little fancy today because I wanted some honey. I wanted some sweetness. And I was like, I really like oat milk. And so I got this thing and it's a honey cinnamon oat milk latte. And it's mind blowing. That's all. That was it. There's no story. It's just about coffee and containers. Coffee and containers might be what we call this episode because I just had a two-minute conversation with you about coffee, and hopefully you love coffee as much as I do. But let's talk about containers. And the most important thing about containers is what is a container? (sighs) What is a container? I think to answer that question, the most important thing is to visually reference like a box, right? Like think about one of those Tupperware containers from like Hefty or Pyrex, right? Where you have the plastic bottom and then you have the lid that snaps on top, okay? Think about the plastic bottom as the start, right? Or part of the container and think about the top lid as the the finish or the, the other side of the container. If you separate the parts, the bottom tub, it's not a container technically. I think the definition of containers is closed. For my analogy, I'm going to say it's not a, a container, it's a tub. And then the lid separately is not a container, it's just a lid. But when you put them together, you get a container. And that means something that can be held. And when I talk about containers, I'm talking about holding something. I'm talking about not having a to-do list, but having a schedule. I'm talking about being protective and intentional with everything that you do. I'm talking about protecting those containers like your life and business depends on it because they do. Now, let me give you a couple examples and then I'll break down why these are so important. One example, I have a hard stop work rule at 5.30 p.m., which means The laptop is closed, no work is done, nothing is done, except for before I go to bed, I'm allowed to open my phone and dump my thoughts out of like, oh, forgot this, got to do this, got to do this. But the rest of the time is family time. I have a set of parameters on that container, which means my job is to protect that container. Now, could I go to 545, 550? Yes, but I wouldn't be in integrity. Could I go to 510? Yeah, but then I would be not capitalizing on that time if I could efficiently. Having a container is what allows us to succeed. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. There's this law, it's called Parkinson's law, and work will expand to fill the time of the container that it has, right? And so if you have a task and you're given a task and you're given an hour to do that task and you're giving three hours to do that task, most of the time you will fill whatever container you're giving. The same thing happens in life. But if you don't have tight containers, you get leaky. Your energy gets leaky. Your distractions leak out. Your focus, your attention gets leaky. And if you're leaking out, there's also the ability for things to leak in. There's things to penetrate and distract you. There's things to get in your way. For example, I have people that I watch all the time and they're like, I'm going to go write my emails. And they're writing their emails on their computer connected to the internet with all their notifications on with their phone right next to them. I was like, you're not going to get any emails written, right? Because the moment a notification comes up, a ding comes up, social media comes up, you are out. And the human brain takes 26 minutes to get back on task once it's been distracted. And so how do we prevent that? How do we stop that? How do we mitigate that is we do it with containers. And I talk about containers in the mastermind all the time. 
And the level of which I teach it belongs in the mastermind because I need you in a container to give it at that level. But when you think about your day, if you are not intentional about what you're doing, somebody or something else is driving the car in your life while you're in the passenger seat. But our jobs are to be in the driver's seat of the car of our life, which means at every single moment, we are in charge for that vehicle, where we're going, where we're driving, what speed we're going, where we're turning. So we have to be aware of the destination and then design the path to get there. And so that is where containers come in. So where can you have containers? Around your eating, around your food, around your sleep, around your dating, around your work, around your time blocking, around your meditation, around everything. Because in order for something to be complete, you have to contain it. You have to hold it for it to have a full evolution. And so I think about this concept of containers as a forced perspective, as forced intentionality. And so I'll give you a few examples that I mentioned a couple minutes ago. So I have a container around my time, right? So I get a lot of DMs and a lot of emails and I love them. I absolutely love them. And so people are like, I tell people, I'll get on a call with you, I'll get on a call with you. I will get on a call with most of you and all of you know how to get a hold of me. I'll get on a call with all of you and all of you know how to get a hold of me. So when you get a hold of me, you're like, George, I want to get on a call. I don't send you my calendar link because that would be ineffective and that would be a loose container. Instead, I send you a series of questions that will help me determine how to best support you and give me information that will allow me to support you. And then once I have that information, I'll send you a link and be like, awesome. I can get on a 15 minute call. Here's my calendar link and we'll cover boom, boom, boom. My level of intentionality and protecting my time means I have a container that says I will not get on a call with you or anybody else unless these wickets have been met. Those wickets are not to make your heart life hard. Those wickets are to make your results faster and easier and give me the information required to help you achieve your results faster while also protecting my time. That's an example of a container. Another example in my life is I keynote. I love keynoting. I love talking. I love helping people. I don't go on stage and sell. I go on stage and serve. And so I tell everybody when I'm done, I will stay and I will answer all of your questions. And then people are always like, hey, can I ask you more? Can I ask you more? And of course, I have this podcast. I have a Facebook group. But I, I, I have been known to give out my personal email. And so what most people do is they would give out their personal email, like, yeah, shoot me an email. But then I am literally getting leaky because now I'm letting everybody else hit my inbox with no parameters or rules, which means I'm now working for somebody else, like somebody else is driving my car. And so I did this at uh, Brand Builder Summit with Ryan Moran, and I literally loved answering all these people's questions. I said, listen, I would love to answer your questions via email. Here's what I need you to send me. I need the email to include boom, 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 boom with the subject line boom. If the email does not include those things, I'm going to delete the email and not respond because the only way I can help you is if those things are included. Well, the people who wrote those things got massive advice, massive feedback because they had everything they needed. For the ones that didn't, I just deleted the email and it didn't affect my container because I protected it with my life. So in Mike McCallowitz's book, Clockwork, he calls this your queen bee role. Okay, uh, Nir Ayal, who has been on the podcast, who's a friend of mine, is absolutely a genius at this. And he talks about this uh, in his book, Indistractable, with traction and distraction and time blocking or making a schedule versus having a to-do list, right? 
Everything that we do has to be intentional. That's the definition of a container. It's making sure that we're doing this thing. It's going to start here, end here, and this is how we're going to protect it. Can we iterate it? Yes. Can we make adjustments? Yes. But you have to have a baseline. So you get to have containers on your time. You get to have containers for access to you. You get to have containers for your business, for your working hours, for your fitness, for your meals, for anything. And I'm not talking about necessarily like rigidity, like I'm in the blah, blah, blah. No, it's just intentionality that comes in. Because I sit here and I'm like, God, I want to help everybody, but I can't. And by trying to help everybody with loose containers, I help nobody. And then I sacrifice myself in the process, right? And so in my opinion, the definition of a container is just being intentional about what you're doing, why you're doing it, when you're doing it, and how to do it the most effectively. And so our job as humans, screw it, whoever's listening to this podcast, business owners, entrepreneurs, or humans, is to allocate our time and energy to the things and directions that we want our life to go. There's only two inputs that we control in our life, and it's intentionality and energy. Those are two things that you control And it's the inputs of those that create the desired result, okay? But if you are not allocating your energy and an intention to the things or in the direction that you want to go and protecting it, there's absolutely no way to get there. And so what's my solution? Containers, right? And so I have containers on everything. For example, I don't have logins or access to my project management software because I get overwhelmed when I go in it. So me looking at it for five minutes gives me a panic attack. So I don't look and I don't have access. Instead, once a week, my team sends me a Slack message. These are all the things that you need to get done this week. And then they check in with me. It's really easy. That's my container. I have containers for students of mine that when they want support, when they want help, that they don't just call my phone. Nobody has my phone number. They send me a message with the exact things they need and I can help them in a matter of seconds instead of wasting their time and my time. I have containers on social media that I only do Facebook notifications. Like I open my Facebook and I clear out and respond to all the notifications once every five days. That's it. They'll build up. Sometimes I miss some, but I was having panic attacks, getting on social media and feeling like I missed something, I missed something, I missed something. I'm going to miss something because I can't get it all. So instead, I had to make a rule with myself that like, I don't get to respond to everyone. I have containers on calls. Here's another example. How many times have you been like, yeah, we'll do a 20-minute call, we'll do a 30-minute call, but then you go over, you go over, you go over. That's sacrificing containers. It's devaluing you, devaluing the person on the other side. It's challenging your integrity. It creates a horrible self-narrative. Like I say, it's going to be a half an hour. I go over every time. It makes the meetings inefficient. It makes the calls inefficient. Instead of being an integrity, be like, hey, we're coming up on a half an hour. We have four minutes left. What do you want to wrap? We can schedule another call, but this one has to stay in this container because that's the commitment that I made because I'm allocating my time and my energy towards the things that matter. And so for you, I just want you to think about containers. Like what does container mean for you? Where in your life and where in your business are they loose? And I'm pulling up my notes if you're watching this on video. My iPad locked on me. But where are you... Sorry, I had to take a sip of that coffee. I'm not really sorry. But that was just an awkward five-second pause. And you probably heard me slurping this delicious oat milk latte. It's like ASMR. 
I've, I've watched a few of those videos. This is like, you can probably taste coffee in your tongue right now. But where do you have containers? Where do you lack containers? Where do you have pockets in your life and business that you can tighten up? Where do you have pockets that you can protect, right? And you can pick your analogy. Like Bo Eason uh, is a guy I know is amazing. Like literally probably the best speaker I've ever seen. He is just absolutely a rock star. He has a book called There's No Plan B for Your A Game, which is like the visionary version of Mike McAllister's clockwork in your queen B role, right? And so think about it in like terms of an athlete or a goal. Like if you say my goal is to be a marathoner, right? But yet you don't protect your running time, your recovery time, and your training time, then there's actually no way that you can achieve it. Like the only way that you can achieve your goal is to have tight containers. And so what tends to happen is we have them or we make them, but we get loose with them. We let them leak. We'll make a rule, like let's say a company. Let's say you have a company and you have company meetings. You're like, hey, this is how we're going to have every meeting. And you run the first three and then you get loose and you get loose and you get loose. It's almost like unrecoverable instead of just keeping that tight container and teaching everybody, right? And so containers, 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 they belong everywhere. They belong in your planning. They belong in your meetings. They belong in your communication. They belong in your time. They belong in your habits, your routines, your rituals. You can have a container and you can have meditation time. You can have movement time, but you can be intentional. Like, I'm going to go move for 30 minutes. I'm going to go think for an hour. I'm going to go play for seven hours. But that also means that you protect it and you allow yourself. You can say, I'm going to go watch TV for 45 minutes because I just want to relax. Or I'm going to take this whole weekend off and do nothing. But when X comes, then this is what I'm doing. It's intentionality that we really put into everything. And when we think about containers... Containers are the, like the hidden secret, really, because it forces us into a perspective. It forces us to be intentional. It forces us to be aware. It gives us measures, gives us success, gives us information to make adjustments. And so you get to have containers. Your family, your spouse, your kids, your employees. Like I'll give you an example on the other side. Like I'm a pain in the butt as like a boss slash business partner slash guy who runs a company but I'm really just the face of the company because my team does everything else because I have 8,000 ideas a day. And I'm going to give you an example of a tight container. I have 8,000 ideas a day. And I used to literally text, Slack, Facebook message everyone on the team members. I want to do this. 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 And I'm like, yeah, look, I'm getting all my ideas out. But what I was really doing was self-sabotaging the business because they would be in the middle of a task and then I'd interrupt them and I'd interrupt them and I'd interrupt them and then nothing would get done. And then I'd be like, well, we didn't get anything done. And they're like, George, and I realized that like I kept throwing wrenches in the plan and wrenches in the plan and wrenches in the plan. And so I realized that part of my need is to vet my ideas, to, to speak them out or to type them out or to document them somewhere. But it doesn't mean that I have to interrupt everybody else's time. And my team is like, you need to leave us alone so we can get our jobs done. And I was like, totally. And so I came up with a solution and I called the parking lot, right? So I have a Slack channel. And I probably get 30 to 40 ideas a day. And whenever I have an idea, all I have to do is go on Slack and type it in the Slack channel. And my team has access to the channel, but there's no requirement on when they look at it. And then once a week, we meet about it. And then we just flush the list and it goes to a list. And then once a quarter, we actually prioritize it. We take ideas and move them in. But that's an example because now if my team and I'm messaging my team, I'm like, oh, and they're like, nope, put it in the parking lot. And they tell me no as they should because they're protecting that container and that allows me to put it where it belongs 
so it can be baked and it's a part of our process. And so it's this really powerful concept of everybody owning their job, owning their responsibilities, owning their sovereignty, owning their outcomes, protecting theirs and protecting yours. And at the combination of that, you get massive, massive clarity, massive, massive results, massive everything. And, and I'm going to say this because this is the most challenging part for me. The most challenging part for me is with tight containers. I tend to be a lot more efficient and a lot more effective. And so I have a lot more downtime. And I'll get anxiety, like I'm not doing enough, or I should have done something different, or I'm failing. And really what that is, is me not knowing how to be in a relationship with myself, not knowing how to just unplug and go for a walk or go spend time with my kids, not having a healthy understanding of my value, not being in how many things I can do, but how effective I am in what I do. And containers are one of the biggest secrets when it comes to growth growth of a company, growth of a team, growth of self, growth of revenue, growth of leads, growth of anything comes down to the container and our ability to own, to maintain, and to protect that container at all costs. And then when required, audit and adjust that container. And so as you're listening to this or watching this sip of coffee time, it looks really good if you're watching this on video, by the way, right? That ice swirling sounds really good. Reminds me of back when I used to be a food blogger. But I want you just to do an audit. Like, I just want you to think. Like, where do you have amazing containers? Where are you like, I know that's my job. I only do that. Or that one hour a day is when I journal. And that's all I do and I protect it. And then where in your life and in your business are there loose containers? Are there containers that are just tubs and the lid needs to be put on? And it needs to be contained. It needs to be protected. It needs to be put into practice. Communication, planning, movement, momentum, clarity. I, I mean, you name it. You name it. I, I actually can't think of anything. I can't think of one thing in life or in business that doesn't benefit from having a container and having an intentional plan and an intentional input that goes into it. And so... One of the things here when it comes to containers is that containers give us the structure, right, to fill. We have to protect what's most important to us, family time, work time, movement time, eating time, because containers protect what our assets are. Because without containers, we will sacrifice the things that are important to us because we're leaky and then get upset that we don't have the things that we want but all we have to do is put containers around them and protect them at all costs. And one of my favorite, sometimes, sometimes it hurts a little bit, but one of my favorite and sometimes hurts a little bit things about containers is the level of self-awareness that comes with them. Because it forces me to realize how many times I sacrifice myself and justify it even though it's not effective it forces me to be really connected to myself and to my feelings. Like, oh, I'm struggling today or I'm happy today, I'm excited today. It forces me to be in a relationship with the one person that I'm destined to spend the rest of my life with, which is myself. And it's a gift. And it really, really is a gift because it allows me to be who I am in that moment before I go and give it to the world. It's true authentic expression. It's true alignment. It's true everything. And you pick a hero, you look at people that are successful, and all of them have some things in common. And one of them, in my opinion, is self-awareness. And every one of them has the same 24 hours in a day. 
And I look at it and I believe it comes down to the level of intention and energy that's put in. But when you put intention and energy into the abyss, nothing really comes in. But if you put intention and energy into a container, you can fill that container. And when that container is full, you've achieved a result. And so containers are a conversation that I'm probably going to be having a lot more on this podcast because I talk about it three, four, five times a week. But when it comes to your specifics about your containers, only you can build them, right? But your job is to figure out what's important to you, what's important in your life, what's important in your business. And as a business owner and leader, if you are, if you have a team of one, two, 10, 20, 100, 200, 2000, doesn't matter to me, your job is to create your containers then help your team, your company, the people in your life create theirs and then protect yours, protect theirs. And then together, everybody gets to win. And so some recommended reads around this topic. Number one, uh, my buddy Nir Ayal has a blog post. You're just going to have to Google it. Um, and it is called, I believe it's called, um, Hold on, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I have it pulled up right here. Okay, it's called Be a Schedule Builder, Not a To-Do List Maker. So his website is nearandfar.com. So N-I-R-A-N-D-F-A-R.com. So just Google uh, Near and Far To-Do Verse Schedule Builder. It is absolutely powerful and mind-blowing. Another one would be Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz to identify what your queen bee role is and where you should be spending your time and then you doing some reflection in your personal life on where you should be spending your time and then building containers around that to protect it. And then an amazing book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. So then when you start building these containers and showing up in them and building momentum that you can stack habits on top of them and start to really, really rocket fuel your life. And I'm going to be really frank right now. I feel like I missed a hundred things and I feel like I ineffectively explained this. <laughs> and at the same time, I feel really good talking about it and I feel like I might've, and I'm just in this really interesting reflective place right now, but I would actually love to hear your thoughts. Um, I say that a lot, but please send me a DM on Instagram and just send it containers and let me know your thoughts. Like, did this make sense? Was this supportive of you? Should I re-record the whole episode? Should I just shut my mouth and go record the next one because I'm being really critical? I don't know. I just feel the need to ask because this is such a powerful topic and it's really changed my life. And I feel like it's one that I'm still embodying and exploring, but applies everywhere. And so I want to make sure that it came out and it's supportive and it resonates. And I would also love some feedback on how I can support you. So shoot me a message on Instagram. It's George Bryant uh, or on Facebook in the group. You know how to get a hold of me and let me know. I would actually love to hear your thoughts on containers. But I think I'm going to wrap the episode on that. Oh, and if you're still listening to this, I have an ask. I really, really do have an ask. I don't know. This is episode 143. And I can't believe I've done 143 episodes in under a year. And I'm really stoked. I would love it if you've not left a review, if you could please review this podcast. And if you're listening to this, please, it takes less than 30 seconds. It means the world to me and it helps other people find the podcast. And that's really my mission with this. And of all of you listening, because I know how many of you listen, um, only 3% of you have left a review. And so two things have happened. I either really suck 
and I don't know why you're listening to this, or you just haven't done it yet. And so I'm going to make a pretty hard ask that if you haven't left a review, please go leave a review of the podcast. You can leave it on iTunes, which is preferred, Apple Podcasts. Um, of course, any other platform that you listen on probably has reviews, but I would absolutely love it if you could please leave a review. I read every one of them. I think I have it in the outro, but I'm also including it here because it's important to me. And I actually read them all today before recording because I use them as my rainy day messages. So here's a little here's a little thought. Uh, here's a little insight into my brain. When I'm having a sad day or I'm doubting myself or whoop, here come the tears, uh, questioning my purpose or the effectiveness in what I do, which I think is common and happens. One of the first things I do is I go read all of your reviews <laughs> and I call them my rainy day messages and I read every single one of them and they help me feel amazing and they inspire me and they drive me. And it's part of how I rebuild my containers when I'm having an off day as I read your reviews. And so they mean the world to me. And so I just wanted to say thank you to all that have. I want to say thank you to everybody that listens to this. And I wanted to say thank you in advance for everybody who goes and reviews this podcast for me now. Thank you for you. Thank you for your words. Thank you for being on this journey with me. And thank you for being in my life. I have a feeling we'll keep talking about containers. So I'd say I gave you a lot. I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to take a sip of this coffee. I'm going to cue the outro in about 15 seconds and then I'm going to get back to work. But I absolutely love you. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. I will see you in the next episode. You will hear me in your earballs. And remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. And so now it's time to cue the outro while I sip this delicious latte. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.